What's up, New York? You're listening to the Empire State Conservative Network Podcast. Everybody, welcome to the latest episode of the Empire State Conservative Network Podcast. I'm Pete. This is Evan. And boy, do we have a bag of goodies for you today. <laughs> so we're going to start off with uh, Time, of all magazines and publications, reporting that according to a Quinnipiac poll that came out this past Wednesday, 33% of Americans see Barack Obama as the worst per- post-war president, while just 8% consider him the best. The best president, according to the poll? The most common answer was Ronald Reagan, with 35% choosing the Republican icon as the best president since World War II. Reaganomics. Yes. So, Evan, what are your thoughts on this timepiece, which, honestly, time is vehemently against President Trump and his administration. So what are your thoughts on the fact that they actually ran this? I'm actually quite surprised that they ran this. Yeah, I couldn't believe that it was actually done by time. Um... I'm not surprised that Barack Obama was elected, was voted the worst president because he had he's been the worst president definitely post World War II. Yeah, his policies are useless. They've done nothing but expand the government. They've nothing but cost people money. Mm-hmm. He's been divisive. He has he basically backed rioters over the police. Like this guy is just complete trash. And the fact that this actually came out in the poll, I was a little surprised. I wasn't surprised by the answer. Because I vehemently believe that he has been possibly the worst president we've had almost ever. Probably, yeah. Absolutely horrible, horrible president. And the fact that this actually came out in the poll, I was very pleasantly surprised. Mm -hmm. Um, I was not surprised that Reagan was actually voted the best. Mm -hmm. Because, let's let's face it, Ronald Reagan basically got everything he needed done. Mm -hmm. You know, he was a big big figure during the Cold War. He turned the economy around. This guy was a badass in office mm-hmm. so i wasn't really surprised i was shocked though that it was done by time and that people actually stood up and said that obama was a crap president because he was yeah I, well the study was on my quinnipiac but time did run it and yeah again the the mainstream media especially since trump has taken office is is huge about ruining him and burying stories whether it's a study like this or actual things that occur that can spin a positive light on conservatives, on Republicans. And so I'm actually pleased that they were transparent about this poll and that they pushed it forward. But, of course, if you're watching this and you're listening to this and you're obviously a conservative, this shouldn't be any surprise. Evan hit it right on the head with the many, many issues of Barack Hussein Obama. Now moving on to a hilarious story. Tucker Carlson covered this the other day. So apparently a CNN analyst named Areva Martin was on a show on Fox News with David Webb. And David Webb, for those of you who don't know, is a conservative black commentator. So I forget, and so uh, you forgot too, obviously. Yeah. Right? You know, we don't remember what exactly it was that they were arguing about, but the hilarious part was when they show disagreement, she immediately turns to the fact that he has white privilege. There was one problem. David Webb is black. He's black! And he called her out about it on air. Like, he let her go on her diatribe about, well, you don't understand white privilege because you're white, but white privilege does exist, and that's what you're using to counter my argument. He's like, lady, I'm black. You need to be prepped better. He actually said that to her on live television. It's just outstanding. It was probably one of the most satisfying moments I've (laughs) ever seen on the news, ever, in my entire life. The, the the first one was when Trump beat Hillary, because that was just unbelievable. Because you had all these people with, you know, it's not rigged, you're just losing. You know, face it, Hillary's gonna win. 
And then they all just started crying hysterically. And this is like second only to that because she just starts going, white privilege, white privilege, white privilege. And he goes, um, what are you talking about? Yeah. And she just keeps going with white privilege. He goes, he goes I'm, I'm, he's like trying to stop her. It's like someone is about to run off a cliff and you're like, excuse me, there's a cliff over there. And she's like, shut up. And she just keeps going. And he goes, he goes, you should have been better prepared. I'm black. And she has no response. What response could you possibly have? And yeah, we forgot what they were arguing about because guess what? It doesn't matter what the argument was about. They could have been arguing about if Burger King was better than McDonald's. The fact is, she did the basically what everyone on CNN or lefties do is they play the race card. You're white. You can't say anything. It's just extremely racist. And the fact that she did it to a black man is just absolutely hilarious. Yeah, I think that it, it could be a tipping point. I mean, we'll see. Obviously... A lot of left mainstream news media is not going to be playing this. They're going to pretend that this never happened because it's an extremely embarrassing moment for them. Look, intersectional politics is real. Ben Shapiro has written an entire book about it. Um, And it really, really does exist. And I can't tell you how many times, even recently, from out of nowhere, that I'm talking to someone and we have a disagreement of sorts. It doesn't even have to be political. And they'll bring up my white privilege. And I'm not, I, I don't think I'm saying anything privileged to begin with. Well, White fact, privilege doesn't exist. It's yeah, a man. Right. But, but the fact that even they're bringing it right, race has nothing to do with anything we were talking about. And yet, of course, that has to be brought up because they do not have a counter argument to whatever my argument was. And therefore, because they're feeling emotional and they don't want to feel like they're going to lose, they come up with something to try to bring me down back to their level. It just doesn't work. And I'm glad that for this woman, who I'm sure she used the race card all the time, was able to throw it back in their face. Well, the huge thing with this is, you look at it and they claim white privilege, oh, your family was better off, it's because you're white. But if it was done, let's use LeBron James as a thing. All right, LeBron James, yes, he came from very humble beginnings, raised by a single mother. This guy was six foot nine and like 230 when he was 18 years old in high school. All right, physical phenomenon, you know, unbelievable athlete, can't stand him, he's a giant little bitch. Um, But... The whole point is that his kids now, this guy's made insane amounts of money. His kids aren't going to have to struggle. No. Does, do they now have black privilege because their dad's LeBron James? No. That's absolutely an absurd thing to say. Yeah. But the difference is, so LeBron James worked very hard. I'm sure he worked very hard. Yes. He did. He worked. He, Listen, works, he I don't still like, works hard. Yeah, I don't like him, but you know, I respect his work ethic. He, yes. does, he works very hard, and he has busted his ass to make the money that he has made. He's... You know, he works in TV production, he's worked in movies, NBA, all that stuff. Is this like a player agency? Exactly. But the point is, the reason why, for argument's sake, Peter had certain, you know, privileges growing up, because his parents busted their asses. The only difference is that Peter's parents are white and LeBron James is black. Peter's parents also can't play basketball. But the point is that just because you're white doesn't mean it's a privilege of skin color. Mm -hmm. It's... Your parents or your family has had generations to kind of build your family up. And the problem that we see in this country that no one really wants to talk about because it makes them uncomfortable is the fact that the African-American families have been destroyed by the welfare system. And this is why it seems as if white people have a leg up, but it's because white people were not targeted by the welfare system. A welfare system instigated by Lyndon Baines Johnson and the Democratic Party to keep black people poor and voting Democrat. This is not up for debate. This is a fact. Khalid Rodriguez, 100% agree with me on this. He's African-American, okay? 
validated automatically. All right. So th that's what it is. Proof. It's just it's a timeline. So families that have been in this country longer, if you're in terms of business and stuff like that, are generally more successful. People like the Rockefeller fan, like Rockefellers, they were in this country for generations before they became very successful. Mm -hmm. Immigrant families usually start at the bottom. And the point is, if you work your ass off and you teach your kids the right values, generation by generation by generation, yeah, you become more successful. Mm -hmm. The problem in this country is that the welfare system has bankrupted poor black and Hispanic families. And they've done it to white families too. This isn't a new sure. thing. But the difference is that there are more successful white people who have not bought into the welfare system because they were not the group that was targeted. Right. So it's not white privilege. It's just the way the world works. After generations, your family is supposed to take steps going up. Your family comes here as immigrants. Next generation, they go to college. The year after that, they go to grad school. After that, they learn how to, they go to business school, whatever it is. You mm -hmm. take those steps generally, generationally because you learn that that's the way to be successful in this country. And hopefully other, you know, it does, you know, people who are on welfare can get off of welfare and can get into the system where they start building their families up. But until you understand what the welfare system is designed to do, you're going to be stuck in that welfare class. Yeah, and I, I really don't understand why if the Democrats are for equality and they're for raising people who are disadvantaged up, why they don't do more to get people off welfare. And because they, they really do try and put people on it. And now, because people in the black community, in the Hispanic community, are waking up and they are leaving the Democratic Party because it's becoming way too radical for them because they realize the evils that welfare has done to them and maybe their, their parents and even their grandparents, perhaps, uh, they're now bringing in illegal immigrants. We'll talk about something related to that in a little bit in terms of ICE being taken away from a Nassau County correction facility. But... Uh, yeah, yeah. It, you basically answered your own question, Peter. Yeah. The reason why they don't want people off of welfare. Well, I didn't ask it, you a question. I was making a point. It came up as a question, but basically, <laughs> you, the, if you were asking a question, the question was, how come the Democrats don't do more to get people off welfare? It's because if the people are off welfare, they won't vote Democrat because right. people who work don't want more taxes taken out of right. their paycheck. Not one person I know can honestly tell me that they'd be willing to give up more of their own money for people. For people who don't work. You can lie and tell me that, sure. but you cannot honestly tell me that. Right. You're full of shit if you do. The Babylon Bee had a great piece. And if you guys don't know what it is, uh, this is a free shout out to them. We don't get paid or anything. But they're essentially the onion for politics with a conservative spin. And they wrote an article just about this earlier today where the poll shows that people are okay with raising taxes so long as it's from other people. That's the headline. And it's true. You know, they talk about this Green New Deal and all this other BS and letting illegals take advantage of our tax system because they're going to get votes and they're going to maintain their power while we continue to get penalized for actually doing our jobs as citizens. So it's, it's kind of messed up. But uh, moving on from that, so Kirsten Gillibrand, obviously, talked about this with Larry Sharp when we did our last episode on Tuesday. By the way, if you haven't heard it, check it out on iTunes. Just go to iTunes and type in Empire State Conservative Network and our podcast probably you see a Red New York emblem. And Larry Sharp was the last episode. I believe that was episode 23. Um, but in any event... Kirsten Gillibrand announced on January 15th that she's running for president. This doesn't come as a shock, even though literally a few months ago, she was asked point blank on a local CBS network, are you actually going to keep your six-year term 
and serve it out. Or are you going to run for president? She said, I have no intention of running for president. I'm going to stay on my six-year term. And actually, it's funny, another anchor on the show so they didn't believe her. And rightfully so. You know, uh, this brings up Maury when he bring, you know he does the lie detector test. Yeah. You know, the lie detector test determined Kirsten Gillibrand, that was a lie. And speaking of lies, there's a few other lies that Kirsten Gillibrand had. So in 2009, she opposed amnesty for illegal immigrants. She opposed a proposal to let illegal immigrants obtain New York driver's licenses. We know that with the DREAM Act, that's probably going to become a rea- <coughs> Peter's dying. <coughs> Peter's dying. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> we all know that with the proposal and most likely passage of the DREAM Act later this year, illegals will be allowed to obtain New York driver's licenses even though they're illegal and they're not actual legal citizens. Are they going to have to take a road test? I, I don't know. I, they better have to take a road test. <laughs> At the very least. And then lastly, she supported making English the official language of the United States. All things that are good. All of these things we just said are very, very good things. We all support these things. These are very, very important things that should happen. But what did she do, Peter? She completely flip-flopped on all of them. So, obviously, we already pointed out. She said she wasn't running for president three months ago. She's going to start out her entire six-year term. She's running for president. She said that she opposed amnesty for illegal immigrants. Obviously, she needs the votes for her presidential run. She wants more to come in to support her so they can take advantage of of the tax of the welfare system that we are paying through our tax dollars in terms of illegal immigrants again she is now supporting governor cuomo's dream act and i'm sure this is something that she's going to push and talk about on the presidential campaign trail when that begins and lastly obviously supporting making english the official language of the united states she doesn't care about that because we're a melting pot so why do people have to assimilate anymore everyone around the world speaks english why like why are people fighting this it's not racist to speak English. It's not. It's not at all. Yeah, and Larry Sharp on, on our show. So again, check it out on iTunes if you haven't already seen or listened to it. But he talked about this and he said that if he were in charge of this type of situation, he wouldn't do a border wall per se, but he would have some Ellis Island locations along the southern border. And people would have to, every couple of years or so, they'd have to do certain things to go and move towards citizenship. So they'd have to learn English as one of the prereqs. They'd have to do other things to assimilate to American culture. They don't have to completely give up where they came from, their native tongue, and whatever cultural customs come, so long as they don't hurt anybody else or their property. But they would have to kind of uphold that assimilation process. Nobody has to do that anymore. And living in New York and close to the city, you go to certain parts of Queens or even certain parts of the city, Nobody speaks English. Dude, you go you go to Little Neck and it's all Korean. Literally. Everything is in Korean. Yeah. I don't know what any of those stores are because I don't You can't read the I signs. can't read Korean. Right. And yet now somehow they've acquired business licenses and, and they've been able to open up shop hey, there. At least they're working. At These least they're are, working. No, listen, we give them all the props in Understood. the world. Asian Americans are very hard, like, not, you know, not to generalize, most of but in general, they're very hardworking people, they're very students, they've actually done amazing in this country, and most of because them, they actually put forth the effort. Right, and most of them are legal, too. Yes. Like, I'd say that that's a bunch that we don't have to worry about nearly as much from an illegal immigration perspective. And even if the patriarchs and matriarchs of a family that moves here from an Asian country doesn't really learn the language or speak English, they make sure their children do. They make sure their children are bilingual. They make sure their children are able to succeed here. That's why they work so hard and do what they do. 
But assimilation, whether for legal or illegal immigrants, has gone way down in this country over the last few decades, and it's because of the Democrats. Because they want them to feel as at home as possible, to take advantage of our welfare state as much as possible, so that come election time, when they can sneak into the polls because voter ID laws are bad for some reason, they can vote. Uh, uh, you didn't know that they're racist? Because apparently black people and Hispanic people are too poor and stupid to get driver's licenses. For mm. people who don't understand, that was sarcasm. Mm. They're, they've done videos where they've interviewed leftist college students who literally said that black people don't have the ability to get a driver's license or a state ID. That's not racist or demeaning That's or anything. Absolutely absurd. We've, <laughs> I've said this a million times that liberals are the most racist people in the world because they think that they that black and Hispanic people need white people to do their battling for them. And it's not true. Listen. It's a white guilt bullshit. It, it's, it, it's, all bull, it's all complete nonsense. And... By trying to be the, that higher moral authority, you actually come off as extremely racist. Mm-hmm. And they don't they don't even see it. It's the worst part is that they don't see it. And if you try to call them on it, they go, well, you just don't, you don't like minorities because you're a Republican. And I go, well, I'm not a party person, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And obviously, Empire State Conservatives is not for just Republicans. If you're a registered Republican, welcome. We have no problem with you. If you're a libertarian, no problem. Constitutional conservative. No problem. Anywhere along, you know, right of center, we welcome you. So even center, we you listen. Come on, you know. If you're open minded, we had Jared on. He considers yeah. himself a liberal. Yeah. Well, which I don't necessarily believe. But now he's going to be like me in about five years. Yeah. He's just yeah. But uh, anyway, so we thought that was interesting to share with you in terms of Kirsten Gillibrand. But more of the story. Her name is Kirsten anyway. I don't know. That's or, a hor- terrible name. Just be Kristen. Just be Kristen. <laughs> It must be, so I don't even care. Um, anyway, so in Tennessee earlier this week, volunteers, and apparently it was a libertarian group. I didn't know this until Well, that's on. what, remember when Lyra was on, he said that the libertarian party across the country has actually been out cleaning up national parks because the federal government is shut down because Nancy Pelosi is a giant, see you next Tuesday. Oh, dude, we forgot to talk, touch on this. Let's do that and then get back to this. Okay. So Donald Trump's letter to her. Oh my canceling God. Her PR event out of respect. That was right, hilarious. Right before, right before they were supposed to leave for the airport. Oh God. Oh my God. Like, honestly, say what you want about Donald Trump personally. Mm-hmm. He's been, he's been doing a, he's been doing a good job. He's been getting stuff done. He's been helping turn this country around. This is the most gangster move I have ever <laughs> seen by a president it was in my entire life. It was great. He literally waited till they were on the bus. And that meme sums him up perfectly where he's looking out the window and goes, wait, 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 send the letter now. Do it. They are getting ready to go to the airport. First of all, the fact that there was over 100 of them in Puerto Rico on vacation during a government shutdown. See is, Hamilton. It's to see Hamilton is absolutely disgusting. And they'll be like, well, we were there because, you know, we're trying we're to raise funds for Puerto Rico. Mm. Shut up. What you should be doing is we'll get back to Washington where the president is and work on getting the shutdown lifted. Yeah. But that's a whole other issue. But you wait till they're on the bus. Their bags are packed. They're like, we're getting on a plane. We're going to go across the Atlantic. We're going on a trip. And then you go, oh, by the way, um... Yeah, we're not going to fund this for you. Yeah. <laughs> Outstanding. I probably did it to someone else. I didn't really read up on it, but I saw I did that to another person who had a extravagant PR event planned, and he said, well, since the government hasn't been funded, sorry. Yeah, why should they pay for Nancy Pelosi to take a flight overseas when you have people who aren't being paid in the federal government? Uh, I don't That's know. That's ridiculous. The government shut down. Where is she going? Exactly. 
Well, that, that just goes to show that a lot of these trips and publicity events that they do, that they pay exorbitant amounts of money for, just stupid and it's useless. And honestly, if you're a federal worker and you're not getting paid, I understand that. But outside of that, if you don't work on the federal level and you're not and you are getting paid through whatever it is that you do for a living, have you noticed anything different? If you didn't listen to the media, if you didn't listen to the mainstream media bitching about it every single day or hearing people talk about their plight on social media, if you didn't know any better, has your life changed at all? Is it any worse? And these federal workers aren't people making like $25,000 a year. Right. I work in New York City DOE. There are powers that literally make twenty-five dollars to $30,000 a year. That is their salary. Mm-hmm. Okay, So it may be harder for people like that to save up money. If you're a federal employee, the janitor at the police academy that I went to made $70,000 a year. Mm-hmm. And we cleaned the entire building. Yeah. He didn't do anything. He <laughs> pushed a bucket around and didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. He cleaned the main office. That was it. $70,000 a year. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. If you Any place that you work, you should have money saved up. If you do not have money saved for a rainy day, for something that goes wrong, mm-hmm. then that's on you. Yeah. Because stuff happens. You could get sick. You could get hurt. Something bad could happen. So you can't just guarantee, you know, the fact that you're guaranteed a government paycheck, you know the government can't shut down. Mm -hmm. Obama shut it down for Obamacare. This stuff happens. Mm -hmm. So, listen, no one should be, I'm not, there's not a lack of sympathy for people who aren't getting paid. Mm -hmm. But honestly, if you're not an adult and you don't have money saved up for a rainy day to miss one paycheck, that's Mm -hmm. kind of on you. Yeah. That's on you. And Larry, even on the show on Tuesday, he talked about it too. And, and he said the same exact thing. It's like people find a way to get by. And if you're just reliant on paycheck to paycheck, that's on you. Regardless of whether you're funded by the federal government for your salary or elsewhere. But anyway, getting back. So these volunteers, this libertarian group was kicked out of a national park in Tennessee for cleaning it during the shutdown because they didn't have a permit. Leave it to the government. Doing their job for them, and they're going to stop you anyway because you didn't give them money for a permit. I guarantee you that libertarian group would have done much better at cleaning the park than the government workers who actually worked on it. Well, yeah, because they're, they're, you know, grind out the clock. It doesn't matter if you don't get all the garbage. You know, your shift's over. Go home. Was it Almy Horowitz? I think he did a video a year or two back. This is the last thing on that, and then we'll move on. I think he did a video where just in his municipality, he was just driving around. He was at a local park. I think he was like dropping his daughter off for a sports practice and then he was leaving to do something else. And he just see these he saw the seed. He saw these government workers. He done the, seed. <laughs> he done seed. Uh, he saw these government workers uh, for the park just chilling in their SUV. And they were just like sitting back watching Netflix on the monitor because of course it was like souped up and it had like the visual GPS and all of these things built into the truck. And he goes up and, and he knocks on the window and he's like, hey, uh, you know, I just noticed that you guys are hanging out. What are you doing? And then he's like, and then they're like, uh, uh, and then they pretty much told him to fuck off and go away. But uh, it just it just goes to show that a lot of these people even who are complaining that they're missing work, like Evan said, they're punching a clock. They're not really doing anything. And then often the free market, and Jeff Moore's written about this extensively, the free market will take care of itself. This libertarian group, I'm sure, would have done a better job and the private the private industry could probably do it at a fraction of the price and, and much more effectively. Now, listen, I worked for the Parks Department in the town of North Hempstead for two summers. Hmm. Okay? We get to work at 7, empty the garbages, 
then go for breakfast. Breakfast was about half an hour to 45 minutes, depending on how long it took us to get breakfast. Then we did a little more work, break for lunch, do a little more work, no rush, you know, empty garbage cans, clean the bathroom, eh, cut the grass when you get around to it. Oh, it's hot out? Oh, just come into the office half an hour early. Don't worry about it. Like... <laughs> well, this is the thing. Like, we, people... That, we, that's seven like, to, we worked seven to three. We did maybe, maybe three hours of real work. Yeah. You know, it's... Be pushing it. it that, yeah, I mean, cleaning the bathroom is disgusting. And, it's, you know, it's all grunt work. But it, it was a summer job. But the point is, like, there is no sense of urgency. If the big projects are done, everything else is like, eh, sit inside for half an hour. Oh, mm-hmm. breakfast is supposed to be 20 minutes. Oh, it was an hour. Oh, well, not a big deal. Because there's no one looking over your back. There's no bottom line. It's a, it's a town park. Right. Yeah, it's absolutely nuts. And that's where so many people are reliant on the government. They rely on them for a steady paycheck and a pension and all these amazing benefits, which is nice. But at the same time, you have to kind of sometimes think and stop and see maybe working in the private sector is better because then you have more control. Because if a government shutdown occurs and you're a non-essential employee, you're screwed unless you saved. Anyway, let's move off of this. We just thought it was interesting that people are trying to pick up where the workers have been let down and they're still not allowed to do it by government. So anyway, so the census is going to be taken for 2020 and apparently... Uh, Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross, or was it a judge? I forget which. There was a judge that said that the census can't ask about citizenship. So they're going to count how many people are in the country to the best of their ability, but they can't ask, are you a citizen or not? So what's the point of the census? Isn't the census designed to see what the citizenry of the United States is around? Yes, that's exactly what it is. So Secretary (laughs) Ross wanted to add this to the census, which honestly is 100% justified. You should know how many people are citizens, how many people aren't citizens. Mm -hmm. Whether or not you're going to act on it, you don't even have to give a real name when they come to the census. If if you're not a citizen, if I wasn't a citizen, I'd be like, oh, my name is Jeff Dunham, and I'm not a citizen. And this isn't even my house. And then they go looking for Jeff Dunham and they find out he's a comedian who uses puppets. Yeah. But that's a whole other story. But the fact that a judge struck this down at that they couldn't do this is insane. It is absolutely insane. It's these, it's, oh God, I'm so sick of left-wing judges. These are the same people who let out illegals without contacting mm-hmm. ICE. And they let out people who were, what was it, the guy who shot Brian Moore, mm-hmm. who was supposed to be in a drug rehab facility. Obviously, he didn't go because he doesn't give a shit about the law. And he killed a police officer. Yeah. This guy should have been in jail, and he should have been locked up, and instead he shot a cop in the face. Mm-hmm. So a cop who was just doing his job got shot in the face because some liberal judge felt bad because, you know, slavery happened over 150 years ago. Of course, because that has anything to do with this current guy's situation. But, yeah, and, and interestingly, and sure, something a little personal here, and this actually kind of ties into it, I just got accepted to law school earlier today. So I got a packet with the acceptance letter, scholarship, and all this other stuff. And the packet, you know, had all the different programs and things you can do. So I'm looking at the packet. I can't tell you. It was definitely more than 50%. How many of these programs, externships, and opportunities were for social justice and for immigration reform and things of that nature? I'm just looking at this. I'm like, this is just continued indoctrination at a high academic level. That's all that this is. And then you wonder why judges like this asshole um, put this type of thing forward. The census is meant, like Evan said, to gauge who is in this country. How many people 
where they come from, and all that. How many citizens versus non-citizens, things of that nature. The fact that you can't even ask a simple question, are you a U.S. citizen? Yes or no? That's all you need to answer. Yeah. It doesn't say whether you're illegal or not. It just asks if you're a citizen. So That's you could it. be here on a visa, you are not a citizen. Yeah. But guess what? We can't ask that because it's racist. Yeah. And it's because, again, well, well, in part due to the fact that these people are indoctrinated. K through 12, if they go to college, if they get uh, a master's degree of some sort of graduate degree, a doctorate, or in this case, a Jewish doctorate, that's exactly what happens. Absolutely ridiculous, and and looking at this, not surprising, and I'm only getting it so I can make money. I'm anyway. sure I'll deal with the same thing when I go for my master's. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to make a lot of people upset. Oh, uh, yeah, me too. I'm going to wear this sweatshirt every day. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I hope you wash it regularly. Um, yeah. Anyway, we're going to talk about one more thing before we sign off for the week. So, apparently Laura Curran, who is a county executive in Nassau oh. County, Island. Yeah, she's garbage uh she's at odds with law enforcement over evicting ice from a nassau county jail more specifically the nassau county correctional center so obviously there is an issue and i hate that the left tries to blow it out of out of water they use stupid statistics like well immigrants whether they're legal or illegal they commit fewer crimes than american citizens why because we outnumber them of course that's the case but there are so many illegal immigrants who come into this country, A, and we were talking about this before the show, and you can go into it, but they're breaking the law coming in. So they break the law coming in, then they're in jail for some reason. You should have ICE in jail, especially in an area like New York, where illegals are welcomed with open arms by state legislators, because guess what? A lot of people coming into jail, I hate to say it, are illegal, and they should be deported, especially if they're committing violent crimes. So this is just absolutely absurd. I don't even know where to begin with this. This is the most ridiculous thing that this is the this is the, the second dumbest thing that I've read today. The first one was the black woman calling the black man having white privilege. Yeah. That was the dumbest. That, that was. But th- this is a close second. Like you just said, they're already breaking the law by coming into this country. So mm-hmm. even if you're some giant globalist piece of garbage who has no respect for this country, and you go, well, they should be welcomed anywhere. Okay, fine. Let's play devil's advocate. It's stupid, but let's play devil's advocate. Okay? Now they've broken the law again, and they've been arrested. Hmm. So now they're at, even if you believe they weren't criminals for coming here illegally, which they are, now they are criminals because Hmm. they committed a crime and they were arrested. They're in jail. And they're in jail. Yeah. Okay? They were caught doing something. Yes. That's usually how it happens. Most people are not caught after long investigations. Most people are caught because, A, they were seen committing a crime or someone ratted them out. Mm -hmm. That is how most people are caught. This is not law and order where you have have an investigation for three days and you find the murderer. That's not the way it usually works. Someone saw you. You did it. Boom. That's the guy. Okay? So now they're they're in jail. They've committed a crime. They're not supposed to be in this country. They've come here illegally. Why wouldn't you deport them? There is not one valid reason that you can give. Because even if you said they weren't criminals for coming here illegally, which they are. Yes. I cannot emphasize that enough. Mm. They have now committed a crime. Mm -hmm. And are criminals. And are not supposed to be here. Mm -hmm. So why are we not deporting them? Yeah. Why, why is ICE not allowed to do their job? There is no reason to not deport these people. Yeah. They are two-time criminals, 
and a lot of times more. I told you the story about when I worked in Bedford and we found the guy passed out drunk as hell at a stop sign. Okay? His eighth DUI, or no, sixth DUI, okay? He wasn't supposed to be in the country. He had been deported already several times. We charged him with eight felonies. I guarantee you this guy is still in the country. <laughs> guarantee you. I guarantee you if I went up to Bedford right now and found out where he was supposed to be staying, I guarantee you he'd be right there mm-hmm. because they refuse to deport people who should not be in this country. If you're a listen, they'll be like, oh, well, citizens commit crimes. Okay, but you are a citizen of this country. You are supposed to be here. If you are not supposed to be here and then you commit another crime, you should not be allowed to stay here. Right. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's an... But what the left does, they go, well, it's racist. Well, they can't go back to their country. They don't respect this country. No. Why should we allow them to stay here? Why should we pay for their benefits, pay for their kids' schooling, pay for their medical bills when they don't respect us enough, one, to come here legally, and two, to respect the laws of this country? It is absolutely ridiculous. No one can ever change my mind on this. I do not care if your parents were illegals and they came here or whatever it was because I've had someone tell me this my parents were illegals and then they became citizens and yes then they became citizens should they have come here illegally no they still shouldn't have come here illegally so you're two strikes you then don't respect the law you don't respect our border you don't respect our sovereignty and you don't respect the laws of this country which means you don't respect the people of this country which means you should get the boot boom send it back to where they came from yeah if you're a danger to society and you're in jail and then, like Evan said, you're not even supposed to be here. The easiest solution, instead of eating up taxpayer dollars, is to send you back to wherever yeah. you came Because from. then we're paying them to be housed in jail. Right. And then we have to pay for legal representation for them mm-hmm. because they definitely don't have enough money for a lawyer. Yeah, you got to get a public defender. And public defenders, while they don't make what private attorneys make, they still make money. Yep. And they make money through our taxpayer dollars. So, guys, if you liked the show... Please, again, subscribe on iTunes. Uh, give us a five-star review. It always Download helps. the episode. Yes, download the episode. Listen. Enjoy it. And a couple of ways that you can help us out. So we're looking to spread the word. We had some great guests on the last couple of episodes prior to this. We had Larry Sharp this past Tuesday. We had Khalik Rodriguez, a 17-year-old founder of the Black Conservative Movement, on this past Friday. And we have more where that came from. We're reaching out nationwide, statewide, to local, state, and federal officials who share our values, who are willing to come on, and all of that's in the works. What we're doing this for is to help change the state back to the way that it was when it was once great. We want to turn it red. We want to make sure that Cuomo was ousted in 2022. Unfortunately, he serves a four-year term. He's not on the docket in 2020. But we can vote out a lot of these state legislators who made it in this year. So please, help us spread the word. And the way that you can help us do that is through a couple of means. For one, consider a donation. You can either do a one-time donation for whatever you're comfortable with, or we have $5 monthly donations, which is really easy. You'll barely notice it. If you go to Starbucks, you pay that for a tiny cup of coffee. Or a $50 annual donation. So you won't only get to support us, you only get answers in our mailbag, which you can submit to us before every Friday show starting next week. But you also get these awesome hoodies. You see them? Empire State Conservative Network. You got the stars and the state and all that fun stuff. And you get your name and number on the back. So And you get one of these wristbands. And you get one of these wristbands. So wristbands you, also with $5 monthly donations. Yes. So you're getting essentially $70 worth of stuff for a $50 donation. I think that math is pretty good for you guys. I like that math. Because math matters. Ocasio-Cortez will tell you it doesn't. 
Yeah. But math does matter. Math and economics do matter, especially when you're a legislator and trying to help run a country and you're going to be on an economics board. I cannot believe she's on that board. Anyway, getting back. So please feel, uh, consider do- donating, buying some merchandise on our website, EmpireStickAndServerNetwork.com. Evan's about to run through a laundry list of everywhere you can find us online. But for that, I am Pete. This is Evan. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll come back at you next Tuesday. Have a good one. Hey, everybody. It's Evan with Empire State Conservative Network. If you liked this episode, please subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and leave us a five-star review. Also, please follow us on social media on Facebook at Empire State Conservatives, on Instagram at GetRedPilledNY, on Twitter at Empire State Cons, on Parlay at Empire State Conservatives. If you'd like to help us improve our shows, you can donate through our website at EmpireStateConservativeNetwork.com slash donate. We also have some merchandise that will be coming to you soon from our website. If you'd like to work with us in any capacity, please feel free to email us at GetRedPill76 at gmail.com. And as always, don't let fear take your freedom. <laughs>